Ever wonder what happened to building a good old profitable business? Maybe you wonder if there are benefits to bootstrapping in this world of high growth venture backed companies with bloated valuations. In this operator's manual episode, I asked Jerry to talk about the benefits of not raising venture capital. Enjoy. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Allie. How are you? I'm good. Um, but we are here to talk about important <laughs> things like. <laughs> What are the benefits of not raising venture capital? And another way to phrase that is, what are the benefits of bootstrapping? Mm. Yeah, I like I like the second uh, reframe on this because venture capital is uh, a, a, a complex subject, and we're coming out of a period, for example, uh, the last four or five years, where uh, for too many situations. There's been too great an emphasis on growth for growth's sake. And um, part of that stems from a non-traditional approach to venture capital, which was, was, I'll pay a high price to invest in your company because I believe someone down the line in a very short period of time will pay a higher price. And if that sounds like a Ponzi scheme, it is. Right. And one of the great benefits of this time period, which is lots of dislocation, lots of disruption, is we're getting back to a kind of more sober relationship with capital raising. A few weeks back, I was in New York and visiting with my old partner, Fred Wilson, and we were talking about this time period. And he sort of looked at me and, you know, he's an old fart like me. And he said, um, uh, I can't wait to get back to investing the way investing is supposed to be, which is putting capital in a promising young business where capital doesn't over fertilize the business, overgrow the business to the point where the business starts to collapse but in fact, is the right amount of capital, just like the right amount of fertilizer in a plant, at the right time, accelerates growth. That's the traditional venture capital model. The problem has been we the returns were so great that if $3 million into a company would help it grow and create a 5x return, then let's put... $20 million into the business in the hope of getting that same 5x return. The problem is that businesses don't operate that way. So that's one piece of the equation. So, so that's, a, that's a model where growth was valued over profitability, where growth was valued over sustainability in a business. Now, let's look at a bootstrap model for a moment. The implicit structure of a bootstrap model is that you have to be profitable from day one. Now, that's hard, but there's a tremendous amount of benefit to that, not the least of which is the founding team, the owners of the business, get to call the shots. And 
let's be clear, the vast majority of small businesses in the United States are bootstrapped. They just tend not to be very sexy because <laughs> they tend not to really sort of drive. But, you know, the window cleaning service that employs four people and then they like that's the vast majority of businesses in the United States. These small, tiny little businesses that just have to be profitable. They have to run that way. I, when I was in high school, I worked for a locker repair company for each of four straight summers. And Jack Martinez, the guy who ran the company, the way he would price a job is three times whatever it costs. <laughs> so he had implicitly structured 30% margin in the business, right? So among the benefits are you get to run the business the way you want to run the business. You get to exit how you would like to. You may not be able to exit at any given moment that you'd like, but you get to call your own shots, the master of your own destiny. The downside is when you could use capital to grow, it may not be available to you. The upside is it, it clarifies the mind, sharpens the focus on building sustainability from the beginning. The last thing I'll say about this is the investor whom I admire the most, who's written the most about this, is Bryce Roberts. Now, he built a firm called IndyVC, the investment thesis of which was, I'm going to provide capital to businesses least interested, least in need of that capital, so that that capital is the right amount of fertilizer at the right time so that the plant grows really well. He was a little early in the marketplace, but right now, as we're seeing the collapse of that, that hyper-growth model, um, Bryce seems more prescient than ever before. And I really encourage people to read his writings. And if you're so lucky, get a chance to talk to him. Uh, give him a call and talk to him. Tweet at him. He'll respond to you. Both pathways are hard. Both pathways are hard. Differently hard. Differently hard. Choose wisely. Choose what's in the best interest of you. How do you want a, uh, a business? You know, in, when I was an active investor, um, VCs would pejoratively describe a business that was mostly bootstrapped and simply profitable as, quote unquote, a lifestyle business. And, you know, we've spent, Ali, you and I have spent nearly a decade helping people develop a business where work and life were, were in that healthy relationship with each other and integrated in a way. And that's another way to think about a lifestyle business. You know, there's nothing wrong with building a machine that is simply profitable, pays people a good salary, employs people in a healthy way, and does good work in the world. There's nothing wrong or worthy of uh, denigration about doing that. Yeah. I think a well-run business like that um, 
that's really clear about why it exists in the world and what it wants and needs and where it wants to go and how it's going to get there. Even just that level of clarity is so relieving for everyone involved, right? Relieving and liberating. Yeah. Here we are. We're doing this thing, you know? That's right. That's right. Thanks, Jer. Thank you, Allie. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, head to reboot.io slash podcast to explore past and present seasons of our podcast conversations. To help more people find and enjoy the Reboot podcast, consider leaving us a review on iTunes. You can find our step-by-step guide for leaving reviews in the show notes of each episode. And don't forget to join our mailing list at reboot.io slash sign up so you'll never miss an episode. Thank you for listening. life and in leadership, there are practical tactical challenges that come from growth, both in scaling an organization and growing in your leadership. In our free 60-day email course, Practical Skills 101, we will take a look at common challenges and how we can grow with them, and more importantly, through them. In this course, we'll look deeply at leading and scaling, company values, co-founder issues, cultures of inclusivity, vision and planning, and meeting and execution. Along the way, we'll ask ourselves important questions like, what kind of company do you want to work for? We hope this course will help you create the organizations you dream of building. Learn more about this course and sign up at reboot.io slash resources.